0: Welcome back to Entertainment Talk, I'm your host Matthew and today I'm talking about 10 Steps to Fix Netflix. Yeah, been brainstorming this episode for a while, Uh, been trying to think about what Netflix needs to do to improve, to compete better, to make better content, ultimately entertain us more, and how they can sort their app out slightly and also make... Given the 10 steps I've got written here, some pretty major changes. Now, I still like Netflix. I've still got it. They they added a few shows today, actually, that I am interested to watch. They make good content. But in the last couple of years, Netflix has fallen off slightly. They've fallen asleep at the wheel. Um... Their particular strategy is not going to work long term because it already is already it is already on a trajectory of not working properly. Uh, their competitors in the streaming wars, you know, HBO Max, Disney Plus, um, Apple, all, all those different ones, Amazon Prime, are making better strategic choices. So. Let's get down to business with these 10 steps to fix Netflix. Some of them are a little bit more obvious. Because Netflix does have... Netflix has two particularly glaringly obvious issues. And with one of those steps I have a... It might be surprising to you, might not be surprising. A stat that I read the other day. Which I don't know if it's completely true. But I believe it. Um, So let's get into things. The first thing that needs to happen... Is to get a new CEO. Because when you have been with this CEO for as long as you have. Um, and you've gone on the trajectory that you've gone on. At a certain point it becomes clear. Okay you you just need new leadership. Um, because of the choices that that leadership has been making. And it's putting Netflix on a somewhat sinking ship. That ship, that ship is not going to sink yet. It's still got some time, but you need to, you need to, you need to jump to a new CEO's ship. Is what I'm saying. Um, obviously, that process is not simple. I'm not talking about like a, a Warner Brothers Discovery type merger. I'm not talking about that. Just getting the CEO fired, in however you can. I'm not. I'm not calling people to lose their jobs. Obviously, that person would probably find another job. But uh, j- just to get a new CEO. Get get somebody new who's going to make you better choices. doesn't have to be the exact choices I'm going to plan out here. And steps. But just somebody who's going to make better choices. And somebody who's going to be a bit more aware of what's going on in the streaming wars. And a bit well more aware of the blatantly obvious mistakes that Netflix is making. Um, so let's get to the first two obvious parts. So this is step number two. This is where I in the statistic that i read the other or the the stat that i read the other day and i've wrote down cut down 90 percent on producing new shows keep that in mind new shows but make new seasons of existing shows then i've got here uh i saw a piece of news a stat the other day um that netflix has released a thousand episodes of tv in q3 of 2022 so not in 2022 But the third quarter of 2022. I'm gonna go through the Netflix app on my phone in a minute. What when we get to either this step or the next step? Because they're both kind of a bit connected. That these next two steps, this one and the next one. I don't know if that's definitely true, but I believe that that's true. Um. And that is that is an outrageously unsustainable amount of production that this completely unsustainable uh, and it just it, it ties into um one of my, my next step after that which which is promote your shows better but we'll get to that in a minute um so th- this has been netflix's biggest problem for a while um which is you're you're just making too much stuff you are just making far too much stuff and I've noticed a little bit of a pattern with Netflix where it's kind of okay we're going to make 20 shows we're going to stick them all on the wall and see what works and let's say let, let's say that they renew 3 of them or maybe 5 of them out of 20 now th- this is this is a hypothetical statistic but let's say you make 20 new seasons of tv right 10 of those most people are not going to have seen or know about the other 10 of those are going to be maybe some of them have been watched three of them have been successful and the others are just kind of on there and a bit forgotten netflix will renew about three of those shows maybe five maybe then what netflix will do instead of focusing on those let's just say five shows is okay let's make another let's make 20 more shows and do the same thing and then do it over and over and over and over again for a couple of years so essentially you take 20 shows you cancel 10 because no one's heard of them you cancel uh five others because they didn't do well enough and then you cancel you renew the other five because they actually hit but instead of spreading Instead of like condensing the production cost more and like okay, well focus on those five shows. Five shows is plenty. Five shows is quite a few. That's a couple of months worth of TV, if you're doing like ten episodes, and spread them out and that type of stuff. And I'm going to talk about um, uh, that they need to change their schedule as well. Netflix how they how they release episodes, which which ties into all of this. Um. So imagine imagine you imagine a production uh, sorry a a, a a network or streaming service does that you make 20 new shows every month at least probably if not more you cancel 10 of them you cancel 5 of the others that did all right people get mad about those other 5 shows and then the other 5 you renew it's not sustainable at all and all you're basically doing... With those other 10 shows... Right? The one... The the one... Those shows on Netflix that you come across... And you've never heard of before... Because you... Because there was no news about them or anything. Um, And if you keep... If you keep making 10 new shows per month... And I'm using hypothetical numbers here... And you throw that production money out there again... And again... And again... And again... And all you're doing is just cancelling those shows... You're effectively... I'll put this into a, a food metaphor. You're effectively making ten meals a month and just throwing them in the bin. That, that that's kind of what you're doing. Or if you make if you make twenty meals, five of them were good, but you don't carry on with them. Five of them were good, and you keep making more. So that's where you get that's where you're making that that more worth it. And then the others, like ten people, didn't know about those meals, or they ignored them. And you you know n- n- nobody wants that food. Nobody's heard of it. Nobody knows it's there. And you just throw them away. That that is that is what Netflix are doing at the moment. They're producing far 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 too much television and films as well, and a lot a lot of it's just going to waste. A lot, I mean, not really going to waste because they'll always be on the service. It's not exactly the same thing as food. Obviously, once you put a meal in the bin that nobody wants for whatever reason, it it's it's gone. It's 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 gone to waste. Um, but then. If, like, six months to a year later, somebody actually finds one of those ten forgotten shows and goes, Oh, I'll watch this. so It's already cancelled. It's already done. It's dead. You, you can watch it. It's there. You can watch something that was produced, but it's cancelled. It's done. Because nobody knew about it. Um, So, to go back to what I mentioned a minute ago, cut down on 95% on producing new shows. Obviously, the other part of that is if you do have those shows that are that are a success, those aren't new shows. Those are um, shows that, shows that you make you make more seasons of those successful shows, but stop making so much new stuff. That's what I'm trying to trying to put out, because um, you're not going to get ten new seasons of a TV show in a month. You just no, nobody nobody does that. So to to understand the point I'm making here. Cut down ninety five percent on new shows, but then the ones that you've actually got that are a success, keep making seasons of those and move your production, li- literally your budget, because Netflix is in a lot of debt as well. Um, move that over to those shows that actually are watched and cared about and you know, like a Stranger Things or, or whatever like that. Um that's really what you got what you gotta do. Cause although I don't know if that's statistic about a hundred um Did I say a hundred thousand episodes, a thousand episodes, something like that. Um whether it's a hundred thousand or if that no, it's a thousand episodes, sorry, yeah. Um a thousand episodes in, in Q three of twenty twenty two. Who who's watching that? Who's watching that amount of episodes? N- no no nobody can. Nobody nobody does. <laughs> you know? Um and you gotta think if if you're doing um a thousand episodes in, in a quarter, um that's just completely unsustainable. It's just it's it's just madness. Um, but somebody at the top of the tree at Netflix is going, yeah, make that show, make that show, make that show, make that show. It's become, a, there was a meme on a show a few years ago about like, hey, Netflix, you're greenlit. I think it, there, there was a show that, there was a show that had that in, and there was this call, this person who was taking calls, um, I can't remember if it was on a Netflix show or, or where, where it was, but it was like, hey, Netflix, you're greenlit. This is kind of what they do. Um... Which makes you wonder, like, if you are a production company and you pitch something to Netflix or sell a show to Netflix, if they turn you down. It's, 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 uh, it's just, just, it's statistically unlikely that you'll get uh, turned down by Netflix, unless it's for a new season or unless it's for a fourth season. Um, but it's just insanity. Like, just stop releasing so much TV. Uh, th- this is what I'm going to go over to the app. Here's what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to have a scroll through this app. On the Netflix app. And I'm going to read out a bunch of stuff. A bunch of titles for things. That I've. That I don't know anything about. So there's obviously shows on here that exist. That I know about that I haven't seen. Obviously. Um, but these are for shows that. I've never heard anything about. And you can look these up yourselves. I'm not making any of these up. Obviously I'm I'm reading off of the Netflix app. Uh, the Midnight Club. Um. Wait, where is that other list gone that I had recently added? Here we go. Um, still stick with the Midnight Club. Wendell and Wild, Oddballs. I think I've heard of Earthstorm. Uh, Daniel Spellbound, Romantic Killer, Who is the Mole, High Water, The School for Good and Evil, The Curse of Bridge Hollow. What does this say? The Bastard Son and the Devil Himself. Dubai Bling. Uh, Drink Masters. The Sue Perkins thing I have actually heard of. 28 Days Haunted. I've heard of Mr. Harrington's phone. All quiet on the rest in the front. I've heard of that. The Watcher I've heard some things about. Uh, from Scratch. The Good Nurse. Easy Bake Battle... I'm not just listing these off. These are the things I've never heard about. Uh, easy Bake Battle... Obviously, it's a cooking competition... Cooking show thing... Probably. It might be. I don't know. My Encounter with Evil... This next, this next one doesn't have a Netflix tag on it... But it's still on there. Mr. Midnight Beware the Monsters... The Takeover... Um. What does this say? Exception... These are all 2022 things as well. Uh, there's a stand-up comedy thing here. Um, I don't know what this actually is. There's something called The Playlist on here. It's got a Spotify thing. So I, I, I assume it's to do with that. I still don't know specifically what it's about. Wild Croc Territory. The Naughty Boy. Spirit Rangers. Hell Hole. Aftershock. Um... Wild is the wind. What else is on here? Vatanic girl, the disappearance of Emanuela Orlandi. Obviously that's a true crime thing probably. The island of sea was there's just so much stuff. There's just ridiculous amount of stuff on there. And this this says in recently added yeah none of this stuff I've ever heard about i've n- n- none of that i've ever like heard anything about seen anything for I don't know the the cast of any of those things um dead end Paranormal park uh I know what the cuphead show is. Oh, this isn't included in what I said. Why why is why has this thing got such a long title? The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. That's a real title for a show on Netflix. Sorry, for a yeah, for a show on Netflix. Um I think it's supposed to be something to do with the woman in the window. The um Oh what's her name? Lois. The one the one who's with Henry's Superman. Uh can't think of her name. Um, she was in a film. Of that. This this one's got Kristen Bell in it. Why is that name so long? Uh what else on here? Cleo, Cleo key so K, K- L K- K- E O Deadwind the Sea Beast I've heard of is it cake Uh Inventing Anne Day Shift This is gonna lead on to a topic as well that I've got later in, in this uh podcast Heart, heartbreak high I don't think I've heard of that before yeah I think I've read off enough of those um you get the gist with that there's there's just there's just so much on there and almost every single time I click on Netflix I cram across something I've never heard of before which okay there's a difference between that and like a hidden gem and it, hidden gems are cool you find something you read a description you pop it on you press play and it's really good but there's there's a line between having loads and loads and loads of potentially hidden gems and just a dump truck load of shows that nobody has like that, that you've not done any press or anything for. There's 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 a difference between between that. Um So yeah, it's that's a heck of a lot of television. That's a heck of a lot of television. Um this leads on to step number three, which is promote shows better. Um again these are these are these are combined Netflix's two biggest problems, which is far, 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 far too many things on there, whether it's films or TV, um and you're not telling enough people about what you've got, which what well, one of those they're both problems individually, but one of those problems also exists because of the other problem. Promoting shows better. Well, it's hard to do. It's hard to effectively promote shows on your platform when you've got so many of them, um, which again means that you need to cut down on the amount that you're doing and promote the you know ma- make less stuff, make the stuff that you're making better, and promote it better. Um, and there, there, there isn't another streaming service that is handling its content in this way there there isn't another one that does it um i mean you've got differences with like let let's say with disney plus where you've got like decades of archives of 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 films but those are all like disney and pixar classics like you know beauty and the beast and toy story and aladdin and you know all, all those films obviously those those are from years ago but people know that those exist because they're classic films that's not the same thing as what netflix is doing here. netflix is just throwing loads and loads and loads of shows at the wall because um, effectively, what you're kind of doing as well is making a bunch of shows let- let's say roughly half the shows that you make for nothing to happen with them, and you to just cancel them and you're and you're just wasting money you're wasting so much money by doing that as well um it's completely unsustainable it is completely and utterly unsustainable um and i I mean Netflix has probably got some money still um but we shall see how that how that plays out. But that's that's the the, the first big part of this, which is uh, Netflix having just massive problems with that. And there's still shows on there that I watch and that I like. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a massive problem. It's a massive, massive problem. Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get twenty percent off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is E Talk UK. That's E T A L K. UK to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes, whether you're on a podcast player or the website uh, version of the episode, and you can go and click on that link in the show notes. There's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well, so you can either copy and paste the promo code ETALKUK, E-T-A-L-K-U-K, you can either copy and paste that, into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20% off your order with Manscaped and free shipping first-hand quality professional with Manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very very first class very professional so no questions about Manscaped's quality thanks very much to Manscaped for sponsoring Entertainment Talks podcast and thank you very much for listening Hi there, if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with koalo you can click on that link which is in your show notes which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to koalo to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy Alright, let's move on to step number four. Uh, bring back, bring back much requested cancelled shows. Uh, the difference here is these shows have already been on Netflix. This is, this is again, this isn't going to um, make new shows. This is making th- th- this step is essentially tying into step number two, which is make new seasons of existing shows of of shows that people already like. But again, going to step number three if you're going to make new seasons of of shows that people like you've got to tell people because when your show goes off the air for a year to 18 months and you're not Stranger Things or The Witcher or Crown or whatever um people don't really or people don't always track like release dates release dates and things like that um now, th- 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 this fourth step, which is uh, bring back much requested cancelled shows. So I'm talking about things like Sensei, things like I think it was the O.A. Um, the I uh, was that show that I really liked, the one with the the super uh, the the powers. Um, it's from the it's from the same people. The 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 end of the effing world. Um, I, I think it's called. I I am not okay with this. It was about a young girl who gains powers. It was a really really good show. Uh, things like The Society, which I thought the first season was okay, but people seemed to really love that show and they got b- bummed out when it got cancelled. Um, the other day they cancelled uh, Fate the Wink Saga, which wasn't the greatest received show. It, it was one that I was kind of wat- in the middle of watching and thinking, hmm, no one's talking about this. Netflix isn't talking about this. It feels like it's going to get cancelled. And then it did. Still bummed me out because I'm halfway through season two. So that's one you, you could, well I say bring back, you've only just cancelled it. Um, There's too many to list, really. I was going to see if I can find any on the Netflix app. Um, The interesting thing about it, and none of the streaming services do this, to be fair, is have like a mark where like, I don't know, this show has been cancelled, but then they wouldn't do that because then they want you to watch the show. Um, I'm trying to just see... I don't know how I could best look at this. Because you've got things like Cobra Kai is going strong. Being renewed. Um, Disenchantment is still going. Uh, Cuphead Show I think is still going. Ozark is still going. Um, I don't know that I'm going to find easily that many shows that have been specifically cancelled. Um, But you, you know what I'm talking about. There's a whole bunch of them. Netflix has started to just cancel a bunch of stuff. Uh, First kill got cancelled recently. Um, obviously, Bridgerton's one that's going really strong as well. I've been told by a few people that I might, I would quite like that show, um, but I've not pressed play on it yet. So, um, obviously, this doesn't include things uh, like it's got listed here like D- Dynasty and Riverdale. Obviously, those are CW shows, so those those aren't in the same conversation. Gosh, there's so much stuff on here. <laughs> Um. Yeah, but bring it. That that could. If you want some good PR, and if you want some good like people to resubscribe to you, um, do, doing something like because I know that like Sensei had a wrap up film and that, um, but bring bringing some of those shows back would be would be good. So some some of the shows that have got you know, like high sort of you know people really requesting it quite a lot. Um, obviously, there's differences in that, which is like the the, the schedule of the showrunners and directors and actors and writers, you know, if, if they can come back. But um, no, Netflix has cancelled so many shows at this point that I don't know what you'd do with that. Um, going to number five, you could say that this is counterproductive to step number one. But this this process with step number five is something that would take a lot of time anyway. Buy a few small production companies slash studios. The one that I could think of, because I've, I've done an episode recently called uh, Netflix's IP Problem. Um, and we're going to get onto that step. Uh, that's actually the last step I've got written down. Um, something like A24, maybe. See, the thing is with um, Netflix, and we'll get into this a bit more at the end. It's hard to tell, even as somebody who tries to analyse television closely and all that, I don't know what Netflix is trying to be. Like, if you look at... Um, like c- certain brands are known for stuff, right? Like, if you go onto Disney+, Plus, you, you pretty much know what you're going to get, right? Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel, Fox. And obviously, if you're in the UK, you get, you know, some ABC shows, some FX shows. When, when I click on Disney+, Plus, I know what's going to be on there, right? Um, I I know what brands to expect content from. When I... um, let's say when I go on to HBO, but when I look for HBO sort of shows, I know that I'm going to maybe get some DC stuff. I'm going to maybe get, obviously, like, Game of Thrones, things like that. When I go on to Paramounts, uh, plus I know I've got, okay, Halo, Star Wars, and then some, like, cartoon stuff, so, like, uh, Rugrats and... Uh, a couple of other things. But they're, they're, they're their brands that they're known for. Um, Amazon Amazon and Apple are a little bit similar to Netflix. Where I d- they don't have specific brands. But their shows that they make are still quite successful. Net, 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 not Netflix. Amazon and uh, Apple don't have the same problems that that Netflix does though. Because so, they make about 25% of the shows that Netflix does. Um, but yeah. But buying a few... And, and this... And I can't really see. I can't really name like, oh, they should buy this studio and that studio and this studio and that studio because that comes with okay, what identity do you want to have? What IP do you want? What brands do you want? And I don't want. I don't know what Netflix wants to be. Ne- Netflix is sort of trying to be the entertainment streaming service of everything. Like, hey, okay, we got true crime. We got comedy. We got drama. We got this. We got that. We got this. We got anime and animated shows and. And, and and reality shows, and it's like okay, you're doing a very very big scattergun approach, uh, a approach, and it's fine to have multiple things in different genres, but what what is what is Netflix's sort of identity? Um, they're known for doing Stranger Things, but um, you've also got like the Dharma show, uh, thing on there, and like the Crown, like the the Crown and Stranger Things are nothing alike. Um. So, like, what what is what? It, figure out what your identity is, which again would would be good with a new CEO, because a new CEO could kind of get in there and say, "Hey, we want Netflix to be this or that." Um, still make like, still make a good d- difference in genres of stuff that you're doing, but have a bit more of an identity. I don't know what Netflix's identity is, um, or what they're trying to sort of be. They're just trying to be everything, and it's not really working. So, um. But yeah, buy buy some, and I'm not just talking about buy the next best like film crew. I'm talking about buy some studios that. So something like A 24 came to mind because they've been they've been a bit more prominent and a bit more noticed with horror. So for example, for example, if Netflix wanted to go more of the horror route, and they wanted a like not somebody like Bloomhouse, but if they wanted somebody maybe smaller or something um a24 might might be an option it it was just a suggestion that i was that i was thinking of but in terms of like what what studios could they buy that was best for like comedy or drama or sci-fi i don't know because i don't know what they want to be because i don't work for netflix um and that that sort of what what i'm doing here is sort of here's me suggesting you should do something but it's netflix's job to figure out what it is that they do with what i'm suggesting so i'm suggesting that they figure out what their what their identity is but it's not my job to figure that out for them, because <laughs> they need to decide what they a bit more of what they want to be. Um, step number six: uh, change release schedule. Uh, Netflix is one of the few streaming services now that only puts out, unless again, unless it's like a CW weekly show, like a Riverdale or a Dynasty, or you know, like with Better Call Saul on AMC. Obviously, those are weekly because the networks that run those um in the US put those out weekly so, so those are completely different situations that's more of an international license thing um yeah netflix is one of the only remaining streaming services that actually puts out all of their shows all at once uh, like the whole box set and the idea was interesting at the start wasn't it of netflix like oh you know we're getting away from this network tv thing we're not going to do your episodes once a week here's the whole thing and it was a bit of a game changer and it was at the time netflix was a game changer at the start but that whole weekly conversation thing like what disney's doing with star wars shows and marvel shows and you know certain other shows as well um like imagine if house of the dragon came out and all 10 episodes were available you wouldn't get those weekly theory sort of d- discussion things of like oh Damon did this this week or, or, or whatever king Viserys did this this week what does it mean or somebody planted some evidence that might turn one of that one of the some, somebody in the show against somebody else whereas if you do that in the game of thrones show which obviously you know the the poli- the, the political game of thrones um that you've got in there and the pr- betrayals and all that kind of stuff if you just whack out 10 episodes um you don't get that sort of weekly that that weekly thinking kind of you know kind of thing um and like mandalorian comes out you know what once a week and that type of stuff um i think that would benefit netflix now there's a few different options here this isn't this isn't just a case of hey you put out 10 episodes at once or you put out one a week there's been um apple and hulu have adopted uh, i think the, uh, amazon prime started to do it a little bit as well you put out and this this is this is one there's many options that you can do here but here's one of them is you put out three episodes you have about 8 or 10 you put out three in your first week it gets the season sort of kicking off a bit more um it 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 gets sort of like that that initial momentum to kick off a bit more and then you you go into your your second week of a show, and you have your fourth episode. But then you run them out weekly. So then you you get that initial burst of episodes, and then you get your weekly episodes. Which for, from what I've done with Apple shows and uh, Disney's done it like a couple of times. I think they put out like the first two episodes of Andor, um, and Hulu's done it. I, I know I know they used to do it with like Handmaid's Tale and stuff, uh, which put out the first two to three episodes. Um, Amazon's done it recently, like, like when The Boys has come back with season two and three, um, they put out, like, the first three episodes, and then they put them out weekly. Um, but it's supposed to almost be, like, a a big, kind of, triple episode, and then once a week. That's something that Netflix could, could consider. Um, there's lots of other different ways that you can do this. Now, if you remember with Stranger Things season four, they had nine episodes. I think it was nine. They put out seven. They ended it on, like, a mid-season-ish sort of cliffhanger thing and then i think it was about a month later wasn't it they put out the next two but then the next two episodes were a little bit bigger uh i think the finale was like two and a half hours and um the first seven ep- the first seven episodes were like uh an hour each or like an hour 20 minutes so it was, give- it was giving you big a, a set of big chunky episodes then a break and then two big episodes so they have experimented it with a little bit and the anticipation of like oh where where the seventh episode of Stranger Things finished and then like oh what's gonna happen next the, the the theory started like what's this character gonna do? This character's in this situation, what are they gonna do? It created more of an online discussion which was really, really good. Um there's lots of different ways you can do this. If you've got ten episodes you could put out, you know, two, two and two or whatever until you finish, you could put out three and then three. You could put you could put them out in twos, threes, fives, whatever. Um, I think that would help Netflix a little bit as well. Just just to spread out the conversation slightly, um, and also so that you're not because there's even with shows that I'm looking forward to, there's certain times where I'll, I'll I'll click on a newly released season of TV and it'll be like here's ten episodes and they're an hour each and I'll be like oh that's gonna take me well it'll take me ten hours to get through won't it? Um, and then you yourself have to kind of plan. Okay, am I gonna watch? Three in a row, two in a row, four in a row, one a day, two a day. Um, that was something that actually disappointed me a little bit with Love Victor's last season, which was uh, with the second season they put them out weekly and I absolutely loved it. And then the third season, all came out in one go. Um, and then the like the next day, people were talking about not not in a spoilery sense, but like their their feelings on the show. And I was like, I haven't started it yet. Um, but it's the the story's already finished. That that's what they did with the third season. Uh, that's um. Uh, from Hulu and uh, Star on Disney Plus, but yeah, just just try to experiment a little bit. Two episodes or three, depends how many episodes you've got, how long they are. Um, I mean, for example, if you've got, um, let's say a ten episode season, and you've got thirty minute episodes, maybe put them out over five weeks, where you put out two each, something like that. So something a little bit different, um. Yeah, just just change things up a little bit. But there there has been lots of reiterations from people over at Netflix like, hey no, we're not changing that release schedule which again, you you might need a new CEO. Um so that ties all all, all back into that. Um Uh What's these next two things? The, the these are two things that well the, the the next thing does concern me. The one after that doesn't, but it's still something that's an issue. Stop raising prices. Um We've gone... I think in the US it was at one point... And obviously there's different tiers... And all sorts of different stuff... Um, it's gone from like $10... To like 17 Per month... Uh, you got to stop putting your prices up... Because all you're doing is putting off consumers... Customers, consumers... Um, and... You are not currently producing enough... Top tier prestige TV... To justify that price... You are making... A whole bunch of very lowly produced things. With the occasional like five shows a month maybe. Whatever. That are actually like worth something. Um, I suppose what's happened here. Going back to a bit of an earlier point. Is you produce too much TV. Half of it goes to waste. So you're wasting half of your budget kind of. Half of your production budget. So if you do that. And you start losing money because you're doing that. One way to gain more money is to ask your subscribers for more money. Which is essentially the vicious cycle of what's happened. But then consumers suffer due to that. Because you're then getting a bunch of shows we don't even know about. About half the shows that we actually watch are like decently produced. And the other half um, is actual shows that we enjoy. So again, this this is going back to the 20-show metaphor... Which is like half... So half of the stuff we don't even like see or know anything about... Then you get down to the other 10 episodes... Half of that is stuff that we half enjoyed, thought was decent... That's probably going to get cancelled... And then the other half, so the other 5 shows... Are stuff that we actually enjoy... So we end up actually enjoying... And you end up renewing... 5 out of roughly 20 shows that you make... So you're still throwing away a bunch of money... Which means that you're losing money. Which means that you then are subscribers for more money. I think I've got that right. I think I've got that right. Um, but you've got to stop raising prices. But then one way to stop raising prices. Is stop making so much TV. Etc. Etc. Um, and obviously one way to make that all better. Is to promote more of the stuff that you've got. It's a vicious cycle isn't it. Netflix is in. See what Netflix has got themselves into. It's uh, It's not good. Stop making so much shows. Because you're just just wasting money. Um, The next thing. I'm not quite. I think this has been more of a thing in the US. I put stop cracking down on accounts. Password sharing etc. I did read something the other day. I'm not sure if or when this is going to get implemented. But there was going to be some sort of thing. To where um, you have to set. Like a home account or something um obviously ip uh, ip addresses and that sort of stuff they can probably track things that way and where you're signing in on what devices and whatnot um which is a bit like the same way that if you uh so this is more of like a, a, a playstation thing um how something works on playstation is if you let, let's say you play on two different playstations let's say one's at an office maybe you're a content creator or something and one's at home you have to set one of them as your home ps4 i I think this is supposed to work a little bit like that but the idea is that i think if you um add like more accounts or something like that or you have to set one as home you have to pay more money for that which again just goes back into the cycle that i've just mentioned which i'm not gonna repeat because i've just explained it um yeah it's it's again trying to sort of Okay, you're trying to make more accounts... So that more people can use your thing... Um... Which... to be You know, if you're going to go with family plans or whatever... Is the whole point of that... So that multiple people can watch the same Netflix account... And you can get more money out of the very expensive Netflix account... But then again, if you want to charge more people for it... It just goes back into the thing... Where you're wasting half of your production... Because of what I've already explained... And then a the way to try and get more money out of people... Is to potentially... Um charge for like i don't know more more accounts or or whatever it is or to set a home account or something they're trying to do like password crackdowns and all that so um yeah that's that that's a problem if someone's paying for an Netflix account then just let them use it (laughs) let them use it um number nine so we're almost finished here uh put new shows on the actual new release section this is surprisingly broken this whole thing almost as broken as what YouTube is in in that same regard. Um, I'll give you an example. This is literally an example of something that actually happened today. So, um, I started recording this episode on on a on l- late night on a Thursday. Let's let's say that. There's a new show that came out. Yes, another new show on Netflix. This one actually has caught my interest. It's called Blockbuster. Um, it's. You can tell what it what it what it's about, and I've known about the show for a bit. It's one that they've actually put a decent effort into to promoting, and it looks kind of kind of good. The reviews for it haven't been great, but I'm gonna I'm gonna see what it's like for myself. A couple of hours ago, I went to look for something on Netflix. Actually, I went to look for this show on Netflix a few hours ago. This was when I started sort of like um, I was just having a look around and and that sort of thing on there. I had to scroll past five sections in order to find this show and it wasn't on recently added. Now if I log into a streaming service app on the same day that a new show is released and I know and I know that that show's come out not everybody's going to know that that has come out today. And it's an interesting concept for a show. If you don't at least Use a tab that I'm literally... I'm looking at it right now. It's called Recently Added. And put... Because that wasn't the, the only thing that came out today. There was also Dragon Prince Season 4. That came out today. That's not on there either. That's not on the Newly newly Added section. Which again, I'm looking at it right now. And they're, they're, they're both not on there. <laughs> so. <laughs> you might as well just take the tab off. um, Because the, these tabs are labelled specific things for specific reasons. Um... The section where I actually found Blockbuster on was trending, the trending section, which, as I'm looking at it now, has got Rick and Morty, Sandman, which actually got renewed today, then Blockbuster, then The Watcher, then Dharma. Obviously, that's a different tab, that's based on, I assume, I assume that's the most watched shows, which, if they're trying to tell me that Rick and Morty is the most watched show on Netflix, I'm surprised by that. Because um, how I've got it labelled out here is... Obviously you've got like your splash screen advert. At the moment that's showing Young Sheldon for me. And then that has got US TV programmes. Which Blockbuster and... I think the other... I think Dragon Prince is also a US TV show. But Blockbuster is. Then Continue Watching. Obviously that's not going to be on that. Because I haven't started it yet. Trending which is actually on. Th- these were flipped around earlier. Um, but if you've got a section called Recently Added. And I'm on... Your streaming service on the day that you released two new things, one is a brand new show and one is a returning show, why are they not on your recently added section? Because if you want to tell your audience what's actually been added today, why are they not on that section? What? What's? What's? What's the point? Um. There's there's one called new releases, which it it, it is on there, the blockbuster thing. That brings up another... Co- Why have you got a section called New Releases and Recently Added? Isn't that the same thing? But then as I'm scrolling here... Recently Added comes up before New Releases. I actually have to scroll and I'm... I'm uh, on my phone on, on this. So obviously it's going to be different on different platforms. You've got Trending. Then you've got Recently Added. Then Top 10 Programs in the UK. Then Games. Anybody know that Netflix has got Games? Yeah, they've got Games. They didn't really talk about that either. <laughs> and Which they're also putting money into. Um, and then it's got new releases. So I have to scroll past so many things to find that. Um. Yeah. I don't know. That's... Um. Because it, sh- it should be on new STV programs. It should be on recently added. Which it's not. And then it should be on new releases. Which it actually is. Um yeah that it doesn't and sometimes like the, the, the recently added and the new releases sometimes one of them's there one of them's not they're both on there right now as I'm looking but tomorrow could be a different story could be a different story in an hour if I go on Netflix in an hour could be a different story um just sort your stuff out Do you know what I mean um and then my last point is getting back to a point that I mentioned earlier decide what you are Netflix decide what brands you are decide what 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 do when people open the netflix app what are you expecting them to find because i've already laid out a few other streaming services and i i know what i'm going to pretty much find on those netflix doesn't have an identity it doesn't have any any brands they have a bunch of popular shows that people watch but once those shows are gone whether finished or cancelled or off the air for long periods of time you don't have any anything else that sort of i don't know i mean one interesting point t- towards the whole branding thing um i think netflix is the only one that does this there's a button um where did the button go um to play anything like a shuffle button which how many things are on your <laughs> service that could play anything um And this gets back into Netflix's binge thing Where they want want you to click on a show Finish it And then just shuffle on to the next thing The fact that Netflix has taken that approach Because I don't think any other streaming service Has a like Shuffle play anything button That's what you do with music right You have your favourite You have your 10, 20, 30, 40 However many tracks you've got on on your I don't know if it's your, your phone's playlist Or Spotify or whatever and you go, I don't know which one I want. I, I know I like all these songs, all these, let's say, 30 songs. But you're going to play Shuffle and let your phone just add it for you. And then go for a jog or, I don't know, what whatever you're going to do afterwards. Um, that works because it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what um, song you play and what order if you choose to do that. But, because um, I think what Netflix is trying to get you to do there is, hey, I don't know what to watch. Because your app is not really curated very well and you're not actually telling me what's new. I'm going to click the shuffle button. If something comes up and I don't like it. I'm going to click. Similarly I'll click back. And then click on the button again. So that you're choosing for me. But again you've you've taken such a scattergun approach to your shows. That I don't know what I'm going to get. But that's kind of the idea. But like I don't know. That's a Netflix is like a shuffle of random shows. Isn't it? Some are really good, some are really good shows, um, but it's it's like sh- it's like shuffling a deck of a deck of cards. You you, you don't know what, what you're gonna get when you when you go on there, um. Yeah, and that's ten steps to fix Netflix. Those are ten steps I can think of, anyway. Um, let me know what you think. Do you agree with these steps? Do you think some of them are good ideas, bad ideas? Some of them that do or don't matter, um. But uh, just just a, just a, an observation point for you all as as listeners. When you go onto Netflix specifically next, when you next open Netflix, whether you're looking for a show or you're seeing what's on there, just have a look at the way it's laid out. Because I almost find every single time I open Netflix, menus are always in different places. Um, like in terms of like, like new shows or US shows, or sometimes it will say like quirky comedy or whatever. And it's it's almost like every time I close and reopen Netflix, it's reshuffling itself as a streaming service. Your your list and your continue watching will be there, but in terms of like how other stuff is shown to you, it's it's very very random. It's very very random. Um, but just just have have a look at what Netflix is trying to show you and how they're trying to show you it, because I don't know any other streaming service that shows you content and. Lays out content in the way that Netflix does. Um, I mean, like the the only other weird layout thing I can think of is when you click on certain shows on Amazon. And it's like, oh, here's Stargirl, the TV show, but it will be like you'll click on it and it will show you season two first, um, which which is which is kind of strange. But that's not really the same issues as like what Netflix are doing. Um. So yeah, it's uh, Netflix needs a bit of a sort out. Um, I'm still enjoying shows over there, but they, they need they need to keep an eye on what they're doing because Disney's really started to amp things up. HBO and HBO Max have always been there pretty much. Amazon are continuing to produce great shows. Um, Apple, I, I still think Apple is the best uh, streaming service because they just consistently make great content. Um, what else have you got? Uh, You've got some other ones obviously as well um paramount plus is a, is, a, is a bit of a different beast because that's just like mainly star trek and that sort of stuff but yeah um we will see what netflix does over the next period of time if i notice anything new anything new to analyze Um obviously this was a very sort of broad look at netflix but um those are the things that i can think of to do so if you agree disagree with any points any points i didn't think about anything that you've noticed that i haven't on there, because there might be some stuff, let me know, let me know what, what what you find on Netflix, anything weird, anything weird that they're doing, shows that, they, shows that they've cancelled, um, did you, did, maybe you didn't know Blockbuster was a show, I wouldn't be surprised, um, if you didn't know it was a show, that there is one that they've promoted a bit more, but still, if you hadn't seen their posts and stuff from them, I still wouldn't be surprised, not because of you, but because of Netflix, um, so yeah, do you even know about that show, let me know, um, or whatever. Anyway, uh, you can write in, let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter e-talk uk, contact page information in your show notes. As an email box on the website version of the episode and a clickable name clickable email name in your show notes as well. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org TV, games, films, main eye podcast take a look at what we do over there. Uh, you can also support our podcasts either obviously by listening to more of them or telling other people about them because as I said uh, promotion is important. Telling people is important. So um, let other people know about our podcasts and what we do, where they can find it. You can either do that by telling them or using social media. Um, however, you like to do that. Uh, Patreon five dollar, ten dollar level tiers for the every podcast review options. Have a look out for that as well, if you'd like to. Uh, TV and film news. Um, when David finds out about Netflix shows, he tells you about those as well. Uh, renewals, cancellations, pickups, air dates. Uh, not just Netflix-based, obviously, but TV and film news. Uh, Geektown Radio Tuesdays, geektown.co.uk. Have a look out for all that stuff over there. Twitch, Bex is streaming pretty much uh, daily and stuff uh, over on Twitch. Trista bytes for video game chats, streams, and retro game streams, all that type of stuff. Look out for her over there. Me, eTalkUK, over on Twitch. Give us, uh, give, us but, but, give us both a follow. Uh, over on Twitch, Trista B-Y-T-E-S and E-Talk UK. Uh, E-talk UK is mine, of course, over there uh, for the different streams that I do. And if you miss those or the game clips or anything else, um, Entertainment Talk Plays over on YouTube. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. I, d- I did like doing these episodes, like s- the different steps and stuff. I'll try to think of who else I can do that for. Because uh, if you missed it, by the way, if you're a DC fan... Um, I did an episode a while ago I think it was 14 steps to fix the DCEU one of which has been done um, the others haven't so um, I, I, like, I like I like doing both those episodes anyway thanks for listening and I'll catch you next time goodbye